0: Hello, and welcome to Made in New England interview series, where we talk with New England-based companies and the people who lead them. I'm your host, Steve DeVries, and today I'm joined by Sylvain Roy, who is, he's wearing two hats today, so he's owner and president of Dead Perfect Golf, uh, as well as co-owner of Stump Chunks, both located here in New Hampshire. Sylvain, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, great, uh, great to be on the show with you. And uh, I hope we can uh, entertain some people today.
0: Absolutely. So thanks for joining us. Would you like to just kick us off a little bit with maybe uh, a story about how you started Dead Perfect? And then I'd really love to get into talking about stump chunks as well.
1: Absolutely. So Dead Perfect, I mean, we all, I've been a salesperson my whole life. And uh, a partner I once had in another company said I could make a million dollars in the golf business. Still waiting on that. But I got in the golf business um, back in the mid 80s. And, you know, looking, going through that, I realized that I was a sales rep for this company and that company. And as uh, I said, you know, it'd be nice to be my own person and have our own products. We still represent companies, but Dead Perfect now sells golf equipment throughout the U.S., worldwide, military courses all around the country. We sell what's called the meat and potatoes of golf things they really need. You know, there's uh fads. I, I don't sell highly named brand stuff, but if you're using a pencil at a golf course, probably comes from me. Scorecard might come from me. The towel that's on your golf bag might come from me. Uh, event business might come from me. The mat that you walk on that's logoed that, you know, says Sky Meadow Country Club. Might come from me. So we have sales reps throughout the country. We're, you know, in, in in the world of business, we're, we're a small company and we're a sales company. You know, I mean, we try to fill the needs of our customers. You know, they tell us what they're looking for and they want a logo on it. We do it. And whether that's a golf course or that's a company, a uh, construction company or whatever. I mean, that's when it comes down to logos, people want them perfect. It's how the name of the company is, you know. If you want to do it right, just do it perfect. And that's how Dead Perfect came along.
0: I love that. And so, so many of our listeners and viewers, I'm, I'm sure, have seen a lot of the things that you've supplied at all of these golf courses. I know I have. And it's not something you stop and think about, but it definitely helps build the functionality and the atmosphere of those golf courses. So on behalf of all of us uh, weekend warriors who, who like to play golf, thanks for helping make that experience better.
1: Yeah, don't blame me if they run out of pencils.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I'd also love to hear about Stump Chunks, which is such a unique business name. And I'll just share with everybody my first introduction to Stump Chunks. I was I was telling you about it when we first met Sylvain. So years ago, I went to a big hardware store in Billerica, Massachusetts called O'Connor's Hardware. And I was walking through the parking lot. It was a cold, blustery day. And there was a tent top set up out in the parking lot. And there was a fire burning in one of those little, you know, outdoor fireplace kettles. And I thought to myself, who the heck is crazy enough to be having a tailgate at, you know, <laughs> that's what it seemed like. It was like, it seemed like a tailgate yeah. at, at a hardware store. And lo and behold, it was a great big Uh, batch of these stump chunks product that your company makes. And it was burning. And turns out you and I probably had a conversation that day and didn't even realize that it was so long ago, but it was a really cool product and I'd never forgotten it. And so here we are years later on this podcast. I just think it's so cool uh, that you have that business. And I would love to share a little bit more about that. You own it with your brother's Uh, which I think is really cool. And uh, so maybe you could just tell us a little bit more about that
1: business. I can. Um, So yeah, I own the company with my three brothers. Um, And I'm not a huge fan of partnerships. Uh, We'll start that way, whether it's family or not family. Someone always thinks they work harder than the other one. (laughs) It's just the way partnerships are. Uh, It's normally how they fall apart. Uh, We have, a thanks to my parents, we have a very tight knit family. Uh, All my brothers live locally. They own a company uh, called MR Wood Recycling, and they've been in the wood recycling business that my father started back in, you know, 1970 excavation and wood recycling in the 80s. Um, And then I have my company, my company that I work with. We realized a long time ago that dried up, certain dried up stumps lit fires fantastically. It was like throwing fuel on a fire all the rosin and everything that helps feed and heal the tree is in the stump and you know people come over and we give it away we'd use it whatever and one of my brothers dan said hey why don't we market that why don't we you know sell it to stores and of course you know i've been in sales my whole life and i've introduced products to the you know to the marketplace several times and i told him he was nuts the amount of hard work and the amount of time that it took to do that. It wasn't just throwing something in a bag, throwing it on the shelf and hope somebody buys it. There was a lot more to it. Well, they convinced me that we ought to try anyways. And I can't even tell you how many years ago that was, but eight, nine, 10 years ago anyways, we uh, put the company together and started. They manufacture, and I head up the sales operation of the, uh, of the company. Uh, when we first started, we all sat down and we made a couple of rules. One, whether or not we're successful makes no difference. We'll never see the, pro- the the great profits of this company. Our kids will. So let's have fun. Let's make sure we have fun doing this. If it's five years and we close the company or it's 20 years and we close the company, let, let's make some memories and have some fun. If you go into business that way and it isn't all about the dollar signs, you probably make correct decisions it's always about the dollar signs you're always you're always chasing and you're always making bad business decisions and the other thing was we were not going to milk the other companies just to make this company run because then instead of having one business in trouble you've got three businesses in trouble so stump chunks has always had the philosophy that if we're going to advertise it's coming out of our own budget if we're going to do shows, it's coming out of our own budget. If we get to buy, we make the products, so we don't have to buy anything other than the bags that we put the product in. They're made in Maine. You know, we try to keep everything we do start in New Hampshire. Can we deal with somebody in New Hampshire? Oh, can't. Okay, can we deal with somebody in, in New England? Can we deal with somebody? And, and we go out that way so that we can help companies that that, that are in the New England area, that are in our economy here in in our area, um, and you know that's how the company started. And trust me, we did a lot of shows, like O'Connor, sit there and light a fire. And you know, hardest thing is getting people to know about your product, and it's it's tougher today than it was fifteen years ago.
0: Well, so but your it, grassroots campaign worked, uh, at least it did with me, because as as a guy walking through a parking lot who likes to have campfires, right? Whether it's at his at his campground or in my own backyard, seeing, seeing that product live in action work. So uh, I think you're, you're to something with,
1: and that does two things. Number one, you let customers know about your product and they let you know about what they're doing, their habits on light and a fire. Um, you get to learn about your customer, who your who's your customer base? Uh, you know, is it, the people over 50 is it the people 20 years old you need to know that before you do anything and before you do any kind of marketing before you go anywhere who's my customer there's no better way to know that than to actually go out there meet customers and chat with them and uh, we did that quite a few years all over new england and and actually i went all over the united states doing those kind of things
0: so your stump trunks business clearly has been successful and obviously, it hasn't taken away from the other entrepreneurial businesses in your family. When you think about the future of Stump Chunks, what do you think about? What gets you excited?
1: We've not even come close to tapping. There was a room of 100 people. And I said, any of you guys, and I've done this quite a few times, anybody ever hear of Stump Chunks, I might see one or two hands go up. And we're in New England. And I see one or two hands go up every year that increases a little bit. Um, and first I'll, I'll always ask how many people light a fire. And then I'll ask how many people light you know about stump chunks. And it's a small percentage. Um, so as you know, I'm excited because we're starting a little bit more with social media and more people have heard about us. Uh, we get, we get, we got a phone call last week from one of the top 10 NASCAR drivers who uses our product. And of course, wants me to put up my sticker on his car. Um, you know, he wasn't just calling to say hi, um, but he was calling because he uses the product and he goes, I'd love to just walk around the campgrounds at the Graces and talk about stump trunks. I think it'd be cool. Um, I got to that, ask a
0: question. Uh, so it's it's been on my mind since, since we had our, our first conversation. Where do you get the stumps that you use for the product?
1: Yeah, so we don't cut down any trees. However, if you're gonna build the the highway projects going on in in New Hampshire, they're cutting trees. Stumps come to our facility in Derry. The guy chops down a a lot because he's building a house or building whatever. Stumps have to go somewhere. You can't bury them anymore. So they come to our facility. And not every tree is good for stump chunks. So we have a a secret recipe. I call it the Colonel's recipe, we call it Dan's recipe. My brother Dan has this recipe and he'll go out there and he'll pick out the ones that are perfect for stump chunks. The stumps are put aside. The rest of the the stump and wood products are mixed with bark mulch and we make, that company makes some really good bark mulch. Um, And then the stumps are taken apart, they're cleaned. They're gro- they're ground to or, or chipped to a specific size, um, cleaned again, dried, and then bagged. So it's a big process.
0: So for for all the people listening and 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 watching this, can you give us a little insight in terms of what your factory might look like or or what your facility looks like that that does all this work? Are we talking a, a- a really big factory? Is it indoors? Is it outdoors? Is it lots of equipment? Is it's, it-
1: it's it's a combination and stump chunks wouldn't be around if it wasn't for the parent company, MR Wood Recycling, that's been doing wood recycling since the 80s, right? They've been chipping stumps forever. Um, those machines are huge. I mean, we're not talking the guy that shows up and grinds your stump on the yard okay. or, or the little tree grinders that we're talking yeah, I got you know forty-five foot machines that are you know fifteen feet tall and drums that are you know fifteen feet wide by ten feet high that grind the grind the product and then they go through screens and they go up conveyor belts into another one. So it, it, the outside part of it is is you know a huge operation. The inside part, the bagging, you might be surprised, but we we they're not totally done by hand. But yeah, the bags are are basically filled by hand. Um, and it's all family working in this. I mean, I, my nephew is the number one bagger we got and product comes down a chute, comes into a bag, well, goes up to a zipper machine, sews the bag, goes in a box. Next one, you know, if we have big or- when we have big orders and it's multiple people doing it, um, but we're bagging every day. Every day there's somebody in there bagging stump trunks.
0: What an amazing family business, right? New England based, right? You, or New Hampshire based, really. So what excites you when you think about the future of the business? What gets you most excited?
1: So it's really cool when you walk down an airport. I don't like to be famous. You know, I don't want people coming up to me when I'm eating dinner and saying, hey, aren't you? No, but it's really cool. when somebody sees your T-shirt or your hat and they go, hey, I know that I use that. I'd like that to happen more. I mean, the product is so easy to light. I had a, cu- a customer here today, and he goes, "Hey, I used grabbing something else." And he goes, "Hey, I need I need some more stump trunks. It's all I use to light my wood stove. You know, for five years, it's all I've been I've been using. Those are fun things to hear as a salesperson. Yeah, we all sell stuff. Everybody sells something. It's just great to hear somebody say, "I really love your product. Thank you very much." That goes a long way. Make put a smile on your face and listen. You can make millions of dollars or you can just make $2, but a smile is priceless. A happy face and feeling good that you actually did something good. Now, that's kind of corny, but at the end of the day, that's what you think about.
0: Not corny at all. And and I can attest to everybody out there, not getting paid for this at all. Stump Chunks is the real deal. It is a great product and it's it stuck with me ever since that cold, windy day, <laughs> way, you know, way back in, in, in Massachusetts. So, um, Let's talk. Let's flip it around a little bit, Sylvain. So, you know, you talked about what excites you and and getting more notoriety and and getting people to smile and use that product more. If you had to think about the business from a a future concerns standpoint, what concerns you about the business?
1: Capital is always the biggest issue that you don't have or have. Uh, Marketing. You know, I was explaining to the guys at NASCAR. I said, marketing is like going gambling. If you walk into the casino, the way I do it is whether it's $500 or $1,000, I walk in knowing I've already lost the money. It's how long can I have fun with it? If you walk in thinking you're going to make money, you're setting yourself up for huge disappointment. Same thing for marketing. You know, same thing for advertising. I wish we had a big marketing and advertising budget. We could let more people know about stump trunks. That's our biggest struggle, is how many people can we let know? You could put it in the store all day long. We've tried that. And we are in stores. But if customers don't know about it, it sits in the store. What's a store owner do when product ain't moving? They don't bring it in again. They unload it. So we've gone multiple routes. So the future for me is get more and more people to know about our product then they'll ask the local store owner you ought to carry this you know you ought to bring this in and that'll get you into stores just placing product in the stores doesn't necessarily work if especially if they don't know what it is so the exciting part for me is you know we're we're doing a lot more social media marketing we're getting a lot of good response um people are calling us people are texting us people are emailing us whether they use it or don't use it um, that's exciting to get more and more people to use it and guess what sales have increased we have doubled our sales over last year um, you know from october on because i think of the seasons right you got the winter season and the summer season in the winter you're lighting wood stoves fireplaces you're still grilling and maybe you got a campfire every now and then especially if you're ice fishing in the summer you definitely get campfires. You're definitely grilling. So it's a year round product and our sales have doubled. So, you know, that's and I've got distributors that are calling us saying, hey, my sales are up. Whatever you guys are doing, it's great. So those are good things to hear. I We need that to increase. You know, It'd be nice to have a household name.
0: Well, doubling your businesses is, is definitely exciting and worthy of congratulations. So I'll say congrats on that. So two last questions from me, Sylvain. So number one, uh, the show is all about businesses based here in New England. And clearly this is a New Hampshire family owned business. Can you tell me about any pros or cons as it relates to being here in in New Hampshire or New England in general?
1: Well, it's tough to find a con, right? I mean, the people in New Hampshire are great, no sales tax. Let's keep that going. Um, Uh, there's not a whole lot of cons being, being in New Hampshire. There's a con of being on the East coast or the West coast, the product, the product we have doesn't weigh anything. So shipping is the biggest issue we have. You know, you're shipping a bag that doesn't cost a lot of costs more to ship than the bag costs to make. So most of our business is Mississippi East because it gets too expensive to ship to the West coast. Um, if there's a con, that's the only con there is, but I'd rather live here than Missouri or Kentucky or not, nothing wrong with those places. I've been there, but I like, and at the end of the day, if you're going to own a business and you're going to sell retail product, the coast are the, are the places to be, where are the most people on the East coast and the West coast? Absolutely. And you've got Boston, you've got New York, you've got Pittsburgh, you've got, you know, Philadelphia, you've got Washington, D.C., you know, all the way down the Carolinas, down to Florida. There's a lot of people and a lot of people lighting fires. Um, and, you know, when you think about it, you're a New Hampshire company doing the wood product. Now, here in New Hampshire, we know who we are. You go down somewhere else and you tell them you're from New England or you're from New Hampshire. They think you're milking cows for a living or you're chopping wood. Yeah, so it kind of fits perfectly that we're a New Hampshire company that's in the wood business.
0: Perfect. So so last question then. So you've been in business for a long time, you've got some successful businesses, your family's successful. Any advice that that comes to mind that you can offer to budding business leaders, maybe people who are, you know, thinking about starting a business with a family member or or not. Right? Just what comes to mind.
1: Uh, I guess quitting too early, knowing when to quit. Um, don't you get too attached. If it's something personal to you, you get too attached. And sometimes it's time to quit and you can't because it's your baby. And and I understand that. I truly I understand that. Um, or quitting too early. Very similar to what everyone's doing now. they 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 had a New Year's resolution they were going to exercise. They bought the new treadmill. It's about to become a coat hanger. Because they didn't see the results that they wanted to because they don't have the patience to see the results. If you do the right things and you continue to do the right things and you have your eye on the ball and the eye on the ball isn't how much money's going in your pocket. It's how you're running your business and how you're treating your customers. And, you know, if you could continue to do the right thing, it will come. Um, that's the best advice I can give is is people quit too early or don't know when to, or don't know when it's time to quit because they just either the product's not right for the time it's not priced right or they just don't have the capital to make it happen and and sometimes you just got to take your losses and your lump and you quit but too many people quit too early or think about the old dollar volume you know the whole big green dollar and that's not what it's about the green dollar comes if you make the right choices and you do the right things I guess that's the best advice I can give
0: Sylvain Roy, that is fantastic advice. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was great to meet you and and learn more about your businesses and we wish you well.
1: Thank you very much. It was nice to nice to be on with you. Have a great right. week.
0: Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening and watching we'll uh, We'll be back with another episode very soon. Take care.